0: Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? Uh Uh-huh, sure. You
1: know, you look kind of familiar.
0: Yeah, you do too. I just want to know, do you know a podcast named The Podcast Is Mine?
1: Oh yeah, I know
0: that podcast. I just want to let you know that it's mine.
1: No, no, it's mine. Hello and welcome to the podcast is mine.
0: I'm Sunny Graal. And I'm Bushan Kamal.
1: Hey Bushan, how are you? Hey girl, I'm good. How are you? Yeah,
0: good. Did you have a nice week? I did, thank you. Um, I've been reading uh, again, so it should be no surprise to anyone. No. I'm always bloody reading. Um, but this book I'm reading at the moment is so amazing. It's called The Patient Assassin oh. and it's by somebody called Anita oh. Arnand. And it's about a terrible moment in British and Indian... Well, it's a terrible moment in British history. Mm. And it took place in India in... Ni- so in 1919, in okay. um, India, in, in the city of Amritsar, there was a huge massacre yeah. um, in the Jallianwala Bagh. And what this uh, story is about is about what I didn't know is that somebody who was there then came to england and assassinated the person who made the decision oh wow and this is something that like, we did like I, uh, at school we did like We'd this in history some of the history but. history but i didn't know any of this and what's really interesting about this book as well is written by a british asian so it's from both it's, like, both perspectives yeah. are represented so what i like is that it, it's not very like colonial one sided yeah, yeah she's very much like you know the british did this wrong uh, the indians did this and it, it just it's just a, and, it's, and it's written like a novel so you wow. don't feel like you're reading like a history book and like the stuff that actually happened i'm just like oh my god it's like you could have written this so like i'm halfway through it and i just like you know can't put it down oh, it's so so basic. good
1: another one on the list another
0: one exactly another one back to the gasket <laughs> <laughs> as katie berry would say
1: <laughs> how, how about you what have you been up to? yeah really good i probably heard that in the gym that's where i went for the first time this week <laughs> swish, swish this yes. <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it i Really missed working out during lockdown, so to go back and feel like I'm back into the zone of because I don't really have a sport that I'm really passionate about yeah. other than recently starting tennis again and doing a bit of cycling. So getting back into my fitness has been really important for my mental, mental and physical well-being. And while I was in there, actually, I I'm about to tell you this, but <laughs> I was working out and I was just like, you know, doing my thing, and I looked to the side and I was like. I'm sure I recognise that guy And there's a guy Like a YouTuber That I just Happened to know of In there Oh yeah, Yes I think he used to do Like um Little clips From what was that show Was it Airline You know the one with EasyJet That was set in Stansted Airport Oh yeah Yeah I did Remember that guy Yeah That hilarious Like on the fly on the wall kind of documentary mm. um, so I think he just did kind of probably brought it back for a younger generation and yeah he was kind of cute I was awesome.
0: just like yeah I was having my get my perv on while I was doing my yeah, workout absolutely I think this is what everyone's missed about fitness isn't it it's just like just fit seeing the, the fitness the fit. the fit yeah exactly Including the title
1: <laughs> oh Bushin! I'm really excited about today's topic and I know you will be too so um, it's going to be all about Bush's fashion Friday yeah but we'll have more right after this And we're back. So anyone who is anyone will know two brands. She by Sheree and (laughs) Bushen's Fashion Friday. So Bushen's Fashion Friday recently completed five years and continues to be Bushen's labour of love. Bushen recently, and should should that be finally asked me to take part with the fifth anniversary photo shoot. And you'll be able to see that on Facebook and Instagram. So... This podcast is all centered around Bushan's Fashion Friday, and I wanted to ask you quite a few questions about it. So, just to start, where did Bushan's Fashion Friday come about, and how did it come about into existence?
0: Yeah, sure. First of all, this is a world exclusive. <laughs> like, um, I'm right. not, I'm not speaking to anyone about oh, Fashion Friday. Not know no, joking. Very privileged. <laughs> and um, yeah, so it's at Bushan's Fashion Friday. If anyone wants to see it on Facebook or Instagram, Perfect. Um, so the way it came about back in 2015, I was working in a media company and uh, my job was very non-creative and uh, I, I was, I'm a creative person and I, went, I needed a creative outlet mm. and then kind of two kind of things happened kind of like within the same time period that kind of really brought Fashion Friday to life so one was somebody told me I wasn't creative and I was like, bitch, I'm going to cut Excuse you Excuse me? I know like, Do they you know. even know who you are? Precisely. Have they got vision, ears? (laughs) And, you know, if you saw this person in real life, you'd be like, this is like the basic of the basic. The hater. The hater. Like, you know the bottom of the bargain bin? You know that piece that is reduced down to 99pm? Still won't sell, Um, but you don't want to throw it into landfill? No, because we think of the environment. Exactly. That's who this person was. So someone had told me that, and then I'd also gone to this talk, and um, in this talk, someone was saying about how if you want to be a creative and you want to do creative things, you should fail... you should get used to failing fast. So there's this idea that you just go out there and do it, do whatever you want to do, yeah. and fail at it. And he said, like, the whole uh, objective is to fail at it. Because he said that, write down a list of ten ideas, and if you fail at the first idea, you go on to number two. Then you go on to number three, and you go on to number four, and so on. And then he also said how um, if you've got a phone, you've got a camera. Yes. And he said if you've got a social media account, you've got a distribution network. Perfect. So he said, go and try your idea. And he said if it works on... Uh, your social media network, then you can scale it up. And if it doesn't, learn from what didn't work. And, and so anyway, so that's how Boucher Fashion Friday started. It's something that I'd done ages ago in the office just generally because one time in this other office I worked at, there was lots of fashionable people working in the office. And I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun if we all wore the same thing on the same day on Friday? Uh. And like, everyone was like, yeah, okay. And then so we just had like polka dot Friday, floral <laughs> Friday, and stripes and nonsense like that. And then so I thought, well, I can take that. That was my first idea. I had 10 ideas written down. Mm. Fashion Friday was the first of them. And I was like, right, this is going to be the first idea. And I'm going to try and make this into something. So I had my camera. And uh, yeah, Fashion Friday. I just got like a couple of people in the office with me. We stood outside in the breakout area. Had someone take a picture. I posted it. And the rest is history.
1: Oh, my God. And you know what I really love is that point you made around how someone who, you know, it could have been a real negative that, that critique, effectively, not even constructive. Mm. But you turned that into a real positive and said, look, you say I can't do something, it's going to actually motivate
0: me to to really drive and create something. Yeah, I think like it really pushed a button within me because, like, um, first of all, I really was counting on that person to be very supportive towards yes. me and they weren't. And then also it was just that whole idea where I was seeing other people like in creative roles doing amazing things that I would have wanted to do. And they were just... I remember, like, for example, there was once this meeting I went into and um, they were showing us this creative... You know, creative had been working on... Actually, was it creative? I can't remember which team it was. Hmm. Actually, I'm not going to name the team in case they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) But someone had been working on something and they presented it. And I remember looking at it and I was like, oh, right, that's a great draft. I was like, when's the final copy coming out? And they're like, no, that is the final copy. (laughs) And I was like... Oops. I was looking at that I was like that is shit I yeah. was like they put so much money they put so much time and that they had had like three months to do this project and that's the crap they came out with that was a it, looked like, it looked like an Argos catalogue cover just put it that way like so you know th- that was the kind of aesthetic of it and I just thought to myself why are you not doing this and, and like when I also um, uh, you know it was a TV company so I'd watch the TV programme mm. first and I'd be like oh why don't you feature this in the show and they were like oh we haven't seen the show and I was like, how can you do a segment about something that you've never seen? Exactly. And I just think if you want to be creative about something, you've got to do the homework as yeah. well. Like do the research, have some knowledge about what you're actually creating over. So yeah, it was, so that really, so I think it was that trigger that really pushed me off. And I was just like, right, I'm not going to stand for it. I'm going to do something and I'll fail at it. And then I'll go on to it and I will find something. But this stuck.
1: No, I, I, and I like that idea of um, fail. Fast and I've heard that mantra at work as well and I think it's really interesting. But what were some of the um, challenges that you faced with with the fra-
0: Fashion Friday? With Fashion Friday? Well, at the beginning, there was a lot of negativity around it. I mean, the negativity continued. So there was a lot of... What was wonderful is I had wonderful people like yourself and others who were giving me, like, wonderful support. You would, like, say, oh, I love this. And, you know, you'd see... And what was wonderful is, like, sometimes I'd meet up with friends who I haven't seen for ages and she uh, you know my friends would be like oh my husband never goes on Facebook but he always goes on Friday to see what you've done and I was like what like I was like he doesn't like it so I, did, I, I had no idea that people were yeah. interacting with it but it, around me at the time there was like um, kind of like some people like my main friends were quite mm. positive but a lot of people were negative. They're like, why are you doing this? Like, you're not going work in fashion if you want to work in fashion. Or, you know, oh, your pictures are not very good. Or, oh, that's not. And then people, like, you know, I'd have a theme every week. Or so, like tie dye yeah. or something. And then they'd be like, um, oh, that's not tie dye. Or, that's not bohemian. Or, that's not. And I'd be like, first of all, who died and made you Anna Winter yeah. that you're going to tell me what um, is what? But what was good about all that criticism... And also, mm. like, the other thing was, like, people would be like, oh, you're doing your Fashion Friday again. And people would kind of sneer at it. And then, they, you know, they'd look at the pictures and they'd be like, um, oh, uh, I, you know, th- this picture doesn't... Look, it, it looks kind of blurry or it looks this, it looks that. Then there's lots of other people who were like, oh, I really want to be part of it. And then so I'd be like, okay, well, look, here's... Um, uh, I'd give them, like, a brief. I'd be like, look, we're going to be wearing this. We're going to go here. We're going to do it at lunchtime, blah, blah come to the moment they'd be like oh no I I can't be bothered now and you'd be like bitch you've been on my uh, you know you've been on my ass since God knows when but the good thing about all that critique was once again I flipped it around because like when people would say stuff like um, oh your uh, pictures are blurry I was like right I need to get a better camera and then it was like um my styling as well. My styling was a bit pedestrian sometimes in the beginning. And I was like, okay, it's, it's fine what I'm wearing in person, but that's not going to pop on camera. Okay. So I had to learn how to kind of style myself and pop on camera. And then everything that could have happened did happen on a, on a sh- one shoot or another. So, for example, like I said, people would drop out at the last minute. Yeah. My photographer might drop out at the last minute. Um, uh, the outfit wouldn't work or it didn't look good. Sometimes the battery failed or, like, you know, or sometimes the shot didn't quite materialise. So every week I was learning... And then um, eventually it got to one shoot. There was one shoot. It was the military shoot. Mm -hmm. And I had loads of people and we were shooting. We only had like 10 minutes to shoot. We had to shoot very quickly. It was very hot and stuffy and everyone had to run back to work and stuff. And then uh, for some reason at the last minute in the shot, I kind of knelt down and it all came together. And that that was just one shot. And suddenly it was like, whoa, that looks really good. It's like the theme is clear, the picture's clear, you can see what's going on. And it was like a light bulb moment. And then after that, I was just to get i got more confidence from that
1: i can, I can imagine as well like you you're talking through all these challenges you faced it sounds like you've probably not even appreciated how resilient you are throughout that to put up with these really big hurdles throughout the process and having people not be as committed to it as you because obviously that, that was your baby yeah um and i think that's something that you probably don't even notice and recognize enough how you know pers- you have consistently put out you know fashion friday for five years now and I feel like I can't imagine anyone else having that tenacity oh, so I feel like you need to give yourself a really big pat on the back because we've been you. really proud and I know when you say you've had a lot of support from your friends it's interesting when you say that your friend's husband I've got even friends of mine because when I react to it they must know that I've reacted to yeah. Bushin's Fashion Friday and they've said who is this guy Bushin and they've wanted <laughs> to sit. so one of my friends had said that to me. she was like I love it I absolutely love it so there'll be a lot of people that probably um, are looking at it and maybe not even um,
0: directly hearting it or something but
1: they are appreciating
0: it yeah and th- that was the big kind of reveal to me because when uh, when it was seeing people and also like seeing yourself and like I remember how you were saying oh I love when you did this and I love it and I was like wow I was like the kind of thing that cause, because I wasn't hearing it from my um, kind of immediate circle as it were hmm. But everyone else, it was committed, like, you know, when people would, and people who didn't know about it, when they would see it. And what was really uh, interesting is it boosted my profile into the co- in the company like nothing else. They're like, you're the fashion guy. And suddenly yeah. that was my brand. It was like, you're the fashion boy. You're... So I had to go to Cannes for a work trip. Um, you know, such you a, such a, a finger, hard job. your Cannes stories. They're always my favourite. And like, well, the thing was, when I went to Cannes, I was like, right, I'm going to have to, you know, this is my first bi- kind of proper business trip. We have to work really hard. And all I had to effectively do was push a button. That's all I was there yeah. for. So I was like, well, damn it! I'm going to be the most fashionable of course. Know, bush, button pusher. And I was like, I'm just going to turn this into the Cannes uh, Film Festival kind of, <laughs> you know. So I'd have like three outfits. I'd have a theme. I'd be like walking around. I'd be like, you know, when there was a quiet moment, I'd be like, and you know, can you take a picture of me here? Can you take a picture of me there? And yeah, it really turned. And what was interesting is like, it, again, I didn't realize I was learning about branding then as well. Mm. Like I learned that suddenly that was suddenly my entry card into everything. Wow. Because um, if someone in the company didn't know me, what a conversations? Start-up. Yeah, and what was great about it as well was um, there's so many people I wanted to work with com- within the company as well but professionally our paths would never cross because I was in like an operations role and they were in a creative role. This was a great way to kind of get people who I wanted to work with to work with me. Like, I even got the CEO to do it. I was like, just going <laughs> to ask you about that. I remember that <laughs> iconic
1: photo shoot with the scene,
0: the female leadership yeah.
1: and honestly, they were so excited. Tell, tell us
0: about that. That was amazing. So there was a uh, work event in December 2016. Sixteen, I think mm. it was. I want to say, yeah. And um, I remember I was with uh, there was a, a, a global head uh, leader, and she was like, "Who do you want to meet?" into the. Who? She, we were in the room, and like we were just chatting away, and she's like, "Is there anyone here you want to say hello to, or you've always wanted to speak to?" So I just saw the CEO in my line of vision and I knew she was good friends with us. So I was like, I want to say hi to the CEO. Like, you know. so that's really intimidating, isn't it, it? Oh, it was a real kind of like, yeah, uh, bold brass move. And then I went to the meet the CEO and we were chatting and she's like, um, oh yeah, I love your Fashion Friday. And I was like, bitch, how do you know about it? Because oh <laughs> like, I had no idea that she had like been, uh, people around her, like, you know, the executive assistants and others had been reacting to it. So naturally, I don't know why in my head I had this vision of like, you know, the board... Uh, of leaders being really like high up and not bothering with what the plebs were doing but that she clearly knew she's really
1: connected to the stuff and I think that's kind of makes me feel really empowered to know that
0: it did it was just kind of it was a real kind of wow moment and then I was just like do you know what it's like kind of now or never moment I just said "Um, how would you like to do a fashion friday and she's like okay talk to my (laughs) PA about it and I was like oh my god and then I was on such a high I went to um So the lady who introduced me as well, I'd said to her, right, you're going to be in this Fashion Friday as well. And she said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then there was... um Another lady who was uh, the head of like a small digital agency within the company, and she was the first person I spoke to after talking to the CEO. And I was like, "Oh my god, the CEO!" She said she's gonna, and she's like, "Oh, good for you." And I was like, "You're doing it too." You're oh. I was like, "You're blonde, you're tall, you're pretty. You're, you're going to be in this you too." Are, <laughs> you look like a model. Like i from far and yeah, from far away, I'd always admired her style and stuff. And that. And um, then I remember, so like, um, I contacted the executive assistants, and I was like, "Right, let's arrange this." And this was like in uh, January, I think. And they're like, "Yeah, she hasn't got an opening till." Uh, You know March (laughs) And it's like What? Oh
1: my god You have
0: plenty of time To prepare that shoot Oh my god So you'd think that So like I managed to Get like a a green screen studio And um, I'd managed to get people to help me. I managed to find a photographer who I'd worked with. It was all going well. They arrived, and then uh, there was like, on the day, a couple of things happened which really threw me off kilter. Like in terms of, we got down to the studio, and the studio was in use, and I was like, "No, no, I booked the studio from eleven to 12 yeah. uh, But the guys who had the stu- who'd kindly given me the studio, they're like, "Look, we've had this last minute thing come in. We can't say no to it." And it was like, oh my God. And then luckily they left the studio at 11.30. I was quickly trying to clean up studio, make it, get it ready. 60 minute makeover. <laughs> it was, it was like 25 minute makeover, honestly. And then, uh, cause it was, um, yeah. And then I, then the, 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 you know, the three people came. Then the woman who originally recommended me to the CEO, she dropped out. Oh, I so I had to get a last-minute A-list to apl- replacement. So I was very lucky that the COO again. I'd spoken to her, and I was just like, "I need you." I need you. Really. And she was like, "Yeah, sure, fine." And it was, it, and then so they arrived, and then I directed them, put them in place, and my photographer had insisted on using his camera, mm-hmm. and we were about to take the first shot, and he's like. I'm so sorry, my battery just died.
1: Oh, my goodness. And I
0: was just like, I saw my life flashing before my eyes. I was just like, How was he not prepared for this? I was just, but, so luckily, I'd brought my camera along as well, just in case, fully charged. See, you're you know, prepared. I was ready, girl. And I was just like, okay, I said, don't worry about this. I so, all right, everyone, stay where you are. Yep. And what we're going to do, we're just going to change the cameras over. And I said, so I want everyone to think about this and think about that. And I managed to, like, kind of, like, divert from the... So you helped them kind of get into a character or some sort of yeah, role. Yeah, stay in character, because yeah. they were all very corporate, so they weren't used to being like in front, they were used to being behind the camera not in front of the yes. camera, so I wanted yeah. to really kind of make them feel comfortable and just give them that kind of direction so they held on to it and that must have been quite exciting for them as
1: well if you think about it, I know that it's something that you are kind of orchestrating, mm-hmm. but to be you know, giving someone else an opportunity to be creative themselves as well it's not just you being creative, it's other
0: people that are actually co-starring. Yeah it was amazing, it was like it, yeah, they—they, I think their normal work day wasn't like that, it was just literally meetings and going here and doing and like even when they got to go to like great events like you know finales they weren't a part of it yeah they just had to it was always about networking it was always about showing face so this was like the first time they could actually just come and enjoy themselves and what I really loved is I got the CEO to wear jeans for the first time to work ever like I was like is kind of like, she going to wear them or not is she not going to wear? because I create these detailed mood boards which I sent to them and said look this is what I want you to emulate because what was the theme uh, so the theme was it was, it was female leadership yeah. and um, I, was, I was kind of inspired by Chanel initially so I told everybody can you dress like you're wearing Chanel and then like on the day like the CEO was wearing Gucci I was like oh my god first of all problems so I was like <laughs> I dreamt of a time when I'd have a problem where it's like why is she wearing Gucci why is she not wearing Chanel <laughs> like the, the yeah you know, the times that I dreamt of saying that and I was able to but then it was you was to live it, but it's like oh I have to live the pain as the well the pain of it honestly and then but I was also able to counter it with like oh, she's wearing jeans oh my god I didn't <laughs> think she'd wear jeans but she wore jeans for me and that was just oh. huge and yeah that was amazing And then in
1: terms of your expectations, so I know you obviously started this five years ago. Did you have any idea that you would end up having that sort of profile
0: and building that brand around it? What were your expectations? So that's an excellent question. Do you know what? I had zero expectations. I honestly, like I said, I had my list of 10 ideas. I thought this was going to be the first one. This was going to fizzle out in a couple of weeks and I'd be on idea eight and doing something completely different. And in one way, it was to my own detriment in the first year that I didn't give this everything, full uh, throttle. Mm. But it was only after the... um, Because I think another key moment for me was my first menswear shoot... So that was the first time I... Because sh- normally the typical premise of Fashion Friday mm. was shoot on a Friday and yes. post it to social media. Which is a lot of pressure, isn't it? So much pressure. And there was only like a 10-minute turnaround. So, yeah, literally. So it would be like shoot a picture by okay. a blank wall of... Pe- just get everybody, like, you know, put a meeting in everyone's diary. So say at 10.45, 10.45, everyone gathered by the breakout area, arrange you up against a wall... Uh, someone's got my iPad and they're taking picture on an iPad for God's sake oh. <laughs> exactly oh <my> God. <laughs> behind the scenes BTS juice. You see our parents doing <laughs> the tea exactly you know there's people on holiday <laughs> <Do you laughs> see that? on the iPad I... with the cover that's it's how we like, started oh my God. this it's is how so basic, basic. <laughs> this is how I had no idea what I, um, they were filming that they were t- taking the picture and then on the iPad obviously I had um, Facebook on there so I'd prop it on Facebook and this didn't I didn't even think to put it on Instagram until much later like when Instagram slowly broke, mm. because at that time Instagram was twenty fifty, it was still rising like you know yeah. but it wasn't know. as prolific as it is now no exactly and I was more thinking about how am I going to get this on Twitter and how am I going to do but my expectations about around it were completely zero but then it turned out to be my calling like I said it turned out to be my calling card it taught me so much it still teaches me ev- in the process like I love the fact that I can still take someone who has never done something like this before either behind camera or on uh, you know yeah. in front of the camera and get them to deliver and I thought that is a, that for me that was like a real revelation because I was like I, I didn't, I knew I could do that but I didn't it's like girl I didn't know you could get down like that you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was that Destiny's Child song to the T like you know shoes on my feet I styled them <laughs> clothes I'm wearing I styled them and like you know bringing the best out in others well and like I said it was that great way to kind of connect with other people so my yeah my expectations are completely zero and then in year one I was like hold on a minute, you're, you're sleeping on this because this is actually much bigger than you think it is and it's going to allow you to do a lot more than you think. No, oh, definitely. So um, I'm going to be modelling for you soon, one day. Yay! I know, you have <laughs> been... To- can, I just say, can I just interject? You have been top of my wish list. And for whatever oh, reason, my- we... Do you know, maybe yeah. we were going to do that Hatton Garden shoot We one would de- stage. We could and- definitely do the Hatton Garden issue for all- <laughs>
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, but I I I I am really excited to be a part of it. And I remember whenever I'd see it, I, the, the sentiment that you had earlier about when people were critiquing, you find that really frustrating because I think why does fashion have to be so clearly defined and you know rigid? Shouldn't it be a sense of creative expression from different perspectives? And that's the thing that I felt really excited by, and it made me want to be a part of it. Um, yeah, so that, that, I absolutely love it. And every week when I get to see it, and I mean you make me feel like, you know what, this is something that I want to take away into my wardrobe. So I've always been the type that does try to push boundaries and I get a lot of weird looks at work when I wear whatever I want. But the way that you talked about you want to, on camera to have something pop. You also want that in your lifestyle as well? Yeah,
0: absolutely. I don't want to wear grey blue and white and black all the time. Like, you know, and the thing was what people that were sending the critiques and also I'm sure you'll find this as well, the people who are critiquing you are the most basic fuckers that you've ever met. Like, you know, that you, you think to yourself because, uh, do you know, what? I think if I was doing something football based mm. every, no one would be criticising me yeah. they'd be like oh it's all fine but so everyone seems to think fashion is fair game I, I, th- yeah, I think that's
1: because it can be so personal and everyone feels like they can have an opinion about it but actually that is the thing that I've always tried to battle against and I feel like you've done that in your kind of choices as well so, so, so what are the standout pieces that you can remember are there any that you kind of still look back on and think I love that other than today's which I think is going to go down in history oh my god which you, we can you, reveal, yeah with
0: the You'll be able to yeah. Hopefully at the time of this, it'll be out there so you, people get to see it. And um, I would say I love when uh, so there's a, a, my second year anniversary shot was uh, in New York and okay. I've got the New York skyline behind me. Oh my God. So I and it was such a it was such a day. You're going to love this. I had to go to the Port Authority. <laughs> the Port Authority. The Port Authority we'll reference this in a later episode about why it's important. Well, it's, it, why it's crucial and why that show is crucial to this podcast as well. Like, you know, But, um, yeah, so I, I, the whole time I was there, I was thinking, I was just like, oh my God, I, I need to take pictures for Sunny. Like, you know, it's just like, it's this a dingy bus stop. Like, you know, oh my God. But, because, um, I wanted the New York skyline behind me but you couldn't you could do that from Manhattan so I had to go out to Jersey oh my so I had to get a bus to Jersey uh-huh. and then um, it was such a busy day that day as well because um, I remember I had to I went and did the shot so I was wearing this all in one black jumpsuit and these mm-hmm. aviators the aviators that I wore today because sustainable hashtag sustainable <laughs> <laughs> still, still restyling um and yeah, I just remember like uh, it was going out there and seeing the skyline, and then doing all these millions of pictures. And then I had to get the bus back, and like um, the bus seemed to be taking ages. And I had tickets for Jimmy Fallon.
1: Oh my god, that would have been so much fun! Yeah, it's so
0: good. It's, it was so it was so good, and like um, Steve Carell was like one of the guests. Cheryl Crowe was there. Alec Baldwin. I was like, <gasps> I was like, they're, they're literally. Like, and Steve Carell had just done his grey hair, so it was like, oh my god, like oh, you know, it was it was it was fabulous. Um, I remember I had to get on this bus And my friend was like um, Look The official bus Isn't going to be here for a while But you can get on this bus And it will take you to Manhattan the Port Authority <laughs> and so From Jersey to the Port Authority And so I got on this bus Oh my god Like have you ever been on a bus in India? Uh, yeah I remember there being a lot of holes Yeah <laughs> so this bus was just literally I was like I got on the bus and no one spoke English on the bus and I was like okay and I was sitting there with my jumpsuit I think they were immigrants from around immigrants, the world yeah, yeah. and um, I mean it was lovely it was like but I just mean like in terms of the driving it I, felt was, like, very I like. was like this is like the you know Amritsar to Delondo <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean like he was swerving and, and it was really funny because I, I was like holding on to my uh, bag and like kind of like being thrown side <laughs> to side and also when I got on I offered money and he he was like, no, no, no. And then what? I do not know how... You pay in I... kind? yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, isn't that kind of service? Um, and when I sat, but then when I got off, then they took the money from you. And I think there was some sort of okay, legal, depending on how far yeah. you went, maybe as a journey. But I just remember, like, um, because of that, like, it felt like being in a washing machine. I've completely forgotten <laughs> the photos I'd taken, and this was in advance because I was in that was June, and I was taking them in advance for August. Yeah. And when I looked back at the photos, I was like, oh my god! I was really surprised at how they turned out. I did not expect them. You never even reviewed them. No, I, because at that time I was too busy trying to get Jimmy. Th- yeah. <laughs> so I was like, You want to get your pipes cleaned? I was getting my pipes cleaned, honestly. Um, and then after that, I went to another Premier. Like, that day was like a boo, baby- But I remember looking back at it and thinking, whoa. And then there's just, um, there's, there's been so many moments like that where, like, the, we take the picture, mm. and I'd be like, oh, I, I'm not sure. Because the one thing is, I've also learned as well is, like, you know, looking on the viewfinder and then looking on the screen, and you see that they are two completely different pictures.
1: How do you pick a picture? Because I can imagine, it's like when you go on holiday, isn't it? We have thousands (laughs) of pictures. I am an
0: over-snapper. But you know what? You need ten shots to get one sometimes. Well, this is it, exactly. Do you know what? Once again, we quote St. Tyra. We do. I went through all the film. I go through all the film and I kind of mark out my favourites and then when I know what my favourite is I'll be like, you down. narrow it down because sometimes there have been some shots that I've absolutely adored like everything has come mm. together but it'll be blurry or like, Ugh. you know, or like in, a catch, it, yeah. yeah, exactly, Instagram will crop it or it just didn't, it doesn't translate on screen what I was trying to get across um, so, it, 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 but then sometimes you get this there's other times where like today like in the first five frames you showed me I was like, that shot there yeah. We're, we're done. Like we could already, we can finish this yeah. right now. Of no. course, I want to. I, I, it <laughs> I want to get my full value for money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you feel like we've got a full real camera in there. Exactly. We, we, we're not wasting like, it. How much space you got in there? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> fill that up, boy. But um, it was yeah. It, I wanted to get my full um, kind of yeah. It, you just know there's there's some moments when the magic happens. And like I said, also going through it and reviewing it a bit more calmly. You actually then see things that you didn't notice to before. To reflect, it's exactly. like a bird flying behind, or there's yeah. like um, one shot where there's dogs walking past, and it was like, oh wow, okay, that actually looks more. It adds to the drama, doesn't than it? Than trying to pose like yeah. you know
1: stiffly and stuff. And then in terms of location, so you've talked about doing international. A lot of them have been featured in London, obviously. Yes. Uh, what is your standout location as well that you that you've experienced recently?
0: Uh, I would say. I mean, Soho like was forever fantastic. People actually thought that I was going to different places, and I'm like, yeah. no, that wall is just round the corner, or yeah. that wall is just over there. Yeah. And I would find all these like nooks and crannies, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I know all of them. <laughs> you know I'm, never, I'm sure you know that I'm, la- cranny I'm not that brick. <laughs> and so I'd find all these amazing alleyways and. Places and wall Basically, I'd, it would start with the creative, really. Like, like what was I trying to say here? Like, sometimes it was a mood where it'd just be like, you know, like cut a bitch, for example. <laughs> right. So I'm going to dress really fiercely, and I'm going to be like, you know, going to wear studs, or I'm going to wear something like, you know, sharp and metallic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would think, right, what kind of wall would this look good against? So maybe I want like that dingy alleyway where it looks like I've just cut a bitch mm. and I'm just walking back to my car after killing, you know, doing whatever. <laughs> or maybe it was like, you know, maybe I wanted to be like, you know, Eve Long, kind of like cover girl like, <laughs> a beauty shot a beauty shot and then so I think alright well let's go to the park and let's go around the greenery yeah, and like nature yeah so especially during autumn for example going into the leaves and like you know autumn has so many gorgeous colours mm-hmm. and you know you're wearing tailoring and you're wearing a roll neck or whatever and just the mood kind of takes you over and then you just find yourself but then also like you know some of my most iconic shots like one is uh, in the snow I don't know if you remember when the beast from the east yes yeah. Oh my god. So, in the snow, and that was amazing. So, uh, a good friend of mine, Godfrey, like, took that picture, and we had 10 minutes. It was minus five outside. Or it was minus that eight. that was a, was a
1: tough winter. By was it
0: 2018? Yeah, yes, 2018. Yeah, it, was that, it was that winter where it, just, and it was just cold. And, like, literally, I, like God bless him for coming out there and taking a picture with me. Yeah. And, like, you know, we only had 10 minutes, and, like, we were frozen after that. And, like, I. Razor sharp nipples. Yeah. Oh my They're god. My, glass. They, my nipples were already hard as soon as I walked out oh the door god. because it was just that Because I wasn't wearing that much. Like, I. <laughs> That's all I wore. <laughs> like, literally, I was it's a g- bit of an insight. If you've never seen *Push the <laughs> Friday*, it's scantily clad. Exactly. I was just wearing my Gucci thong underneath, <laughs> and that was it. And like I just and, and he, like luckily Godfrey was wrapped up. Like he was like wearing um, a puffer jacket and a hat and everything. Mm. But he was, like, he was cold, and I was, like, you know, and my hands were turning red, and I remember my head was really hurting as well, and I was just like, oh, my God, I, this is, like... But we got the shot, and then there's also, like, another one, do you remember the one on the underground, snakes on a train? Yes, I loved it. <laughs> and, again, that was my friend Lowry who took that picture for me, and, like, God bless her. Like, it seems that whenever the photographer had some sort of illness or something, or there was something, like, you know, like, bless her, she was really ill, but she came and, like, got, um, And, again, we got that in the first five frames. Oh, my God. And I was, like this is it, we've got it. But I feel like it's it's not only an accident that you're probably
1: getting them in the first five frames. There's a lot of experience that you've got under your belt, five years, a lot of preparation. I can tell every time we talk about, you tell me the story, I get that... Inside a kind of you know behind the scenes look and obviously today as well being a part of it Mm. Um, in terms of the process you've gone through what what has been your inspiration in terms of fashion what have you learned about fashion that's inspired you is it something that we can all do in terms of learning about fashion what is your advice
0: i love that that's that's really yeah exactly that that you know first i thought every fashion shop needs to look like kind of um Vogue or like you know like a real kind of I I kept thinking in terms of high fashion like you know if I'm not wearing Prada if I'm not wearing this I'm not wearing but that ultimately didn't matter I just realised as long as you've got an idea and you can communicate it clearly Mm -hmm. and I think that's what fashion is about as well it's like it is self expression and you know like we have those days where we don't want to kind of Dress up boring, or like you you, know, you some days you just feel like you're in a good mood and you're like, you know, I just want to put this want to together, yourself. yeah. I just want to yeah. put, throw some a couple of things together and it pops and people react to it. When people go, like for example, when every time I wore pink socks, everyone used to like you know, cream themselves, I'd be like, oh my god, <laughs> your pink socks, I love your socks, I love your socks, and I'd be like, thank you. But it, I wore them for that reason, like you know, make me feel good, yeah. it makes the person feel good, and um, yeah, I think. What I've really learned is that fashion is democratic. There seems to be this whole kind of, like, smokescreen around fashion where mm. people think, oh, fashion is only, you have to be a certain way, you have to look a certain way. Well, no, you don't. I don't look a certain way. I don't see myself represented except, out yeah, there.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, the people who I uh, modelled with as well, they'd be like, oh, well, we're not modelled. I was like, well, no, you are. I was like, you know, you don't realise every day when you walk in, it's like a runway, like seeing yeah, what everyone's wearing and, like, that. you know. And everyone's got it within them so I think it's really about just kind of like silencing the haters mm. your own self-saboteur as well telling yourself do you know if you like in my head there's sometimes thinking like what the hell are you doing why are you doing this and then the other part of me would be like no like I want to do this like even now I can't rest until I've taken a picture it's so weird every week like once I've done the picture for the week I have this momentarily relief and then I'll be like, right, what's next week? Like, do you know what I mean? It's that kind of. It, you've got that passion, passion that and drive for it. for it. Like the moment when I start saying, "Oh, do you know I can't bother to do next week." i have not said that ever. Like, even when I'm on holiday, like I've had to do it myself. Like um, my sea- sle- uh, sleeveless in Seattle, yes. I shot that myself. Like my New York ones, I shot myself. I just sort of put a tripod on, camera on self timer, and then just hit it. And that was how I kind of like went about doing it. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I think I think it, the biggest lesson I could say about fashion is that um, you've just got to own you've got you just got to own it really and don't don't worry about what anyone else says if you feel good and you feel comfortable about it do it that's the biggest lesson I've taken from this you know
1: it's really really nice to hear you say that because the thing
0: is every week when
1: I see it I do feel like wow you've got so much confidence you honestly I do look up to you when I see that and I think I wish I had that confidence but then I'm like no we all have it in a different way you've got to silence that voice haven't you in in, in your own head like you said and um,
0: yeah you're really really inspiring people so Mm. and just one thing to add to that as well like I remember there was a dance teacher once who said that um, you can fake confidence or Mm. you can um, you know be confident no one knows the difference and I thought for a while I was just like hang on a minute that's not a great thing to say but then I realised what he was saying behind it yeah. that the idea is that just like even if you don't fake feel confident, it till you make it fake concept. it till you make yeah and it does and that is true when you feel like you know um, a lot more confident but like, even if you don't feel confident you just pretend you are because like, sometimes when I ha- was directing lots of people and there'd be all these other people who'd be like no you know what you should do you should do this you should do that or they would or I'd be more worried about like mm. what they were doing than what I was doing yeah. and then I would bring down the picture because I wasn't distracted so then I realised you've really got to kind of hold your own in all of that and tell you know, so when someone's like you know, when you've got like 12 directors on set you'd be like shush no bitch this is mm. my game <laughs> we're playing my rules yeah. this is how we're going to do one it one person needs to be in control and assert yeah and then, what I, but also at the same time, I'm very much about the best idea wins. So sometimes I've started from a basic concept where I'll be like, "Why don't we stand like this, this, and this?" And someone said, "Well, actually, why don't we try to it?" Collaborate, yeah, yeah, and move around. And then, and the photographer might be, "Guys, actually, if you all stood diagonally, this would work better." And then I'll be like, "Okay." And then before you know it, we've got a great picture.
1: No, oh, I love that, and I feel like it's it's connecting back to that point you mentioned earlier about um, fail fast. Yes, and not fit being too hard on yourself about making sure everything is perfect because what is perfect I think it's just having a go and then MVP you know minimum viable project how can we improve on this what is the best way to go forward absolutely in terms of going forward so what is next for Bushland's Fashion Friday and what is your dream shoot collaboration apart from that
0: (laughs) well of course no no, jokes aside you are top of my collaborate. like for so long I've because every time I see your outfits like I remember like once for a finale show that we went to you wore this amazing hat and you had the zebra Ah, print shirt and I remember everyone was like we were we just all eyes on us like do you know what I I mean literally we turned (laughs) there were so many people there were so many music industry people there and we were just like no bitches they were like he's a tax accountant (laughs) I don't get excited no they were literally like who are they who are they and we were just like excuse me excuse me <laughs> get out of the, side, the way. Yeah, tired, Exactly. Picture. no we don't want a hot dog thank you uh. like you know um, so yeah I would say like next I would love to do more video I'm, I'm really enjoying because I've gone from just like a static picture and I think also like social media in general now like I mean I think video is everyone's doing video it's exciting and, like, isn't it it's exciting it's more dynamic and you know I feel more confident about like kind of the movement. movement exactly and exploring movement and just being more um, yeah more, just dyna- just being more dynamic really I like and I think that. like in a picture you can do that but in a video you can do that even more mm. so I'd love to do more video in terms of a dream shoot I mean like I would love to work with Vogue I mean I, it's everyone's dream it's
1: absolutely amazing
0: dream. and like even, I know that the experience may not be what I imagined it to be but I know that it will be something um, incredible. And then in terms of, like, dream collaborations, apart from yourself, of course, um, I would love to, like, work with, like, supermodels like Naomi Campbell. Oh Can you imagine gosh. directing her and working with her? Like, I would I would just turn up in a potato sack, because no one's going to look at me. You know. We're all going to be looking at Naomi. And then. The
1: way this is going to start is, as soon as we do the episode about ANTM... Yeah. We're gonna we've got that connection to Tyra. Tyra will then have to make Naomi jealous and Naomi will wanna come in, <laughs> storm in and shut the show down and be like, Look, I'm gonna do a Bushlands Fashion Friday and this is how it's done.
0: But I still wanna do a Tyra shoot as well. Like I wanna shoot with we Tyra. You it. know when Tyra like you with know the winner when she would always like pretend like she was, a, she was their mother or something like you know, the her smile is <laughs> like you know, so she's gripping them for dear life, so you're like, Ow then, <laughs> You can see that like, Danielle like <laughs> she wants to bring you down <laughs> so the, the focus goes on her. Oh. So I'd love to work with Tyra and um I think, yeah, just working with, like, loads of, like, strong, confident, beautiful women in particular. I'd like to, like, photograph with men as well, but I think working with women, there's an extra energy and dynamism that I just love. Like, you, I just feel like the picture gets heightened immediately. Like, women are so... Like, I, I used to... <laughs> all the girls around the office... were kind of, oh, Sorry, all the women around the office were always, like... Um, he said so weird, but I'd always be like, "You're so beautiful," and you're like, a mute, yeah, "like you know the whole idea." People. Yeah, and like you know, some sometimes like they didn't realize how amazing they were, and I'd be like, "You are incredible!" Like you're, you know, you've got this vibe that like everyone wants. Like some girls would just come in with, like a pair of jeans and a top, and their hair tousled, and everyone would be like, "Wow!" Like you know, or some of the other girls would be like tailored to to the max, and you'd be like you look so good mm. like and I don't think they realised how good they looked and then <laughs> there would just be me like kind of like give me Tyra, like you're giving me like a swan. <laughs> like you know you're giving me L, you're giving me Harper's Bazaar you're giving me Teen you're giving me Miss Vogue like you know I sort of love it so I think that some sort of collaboration like that would be amazing with um, an established platform mm. and kind of bring Buchanan's Fashion Friday vision and marry it with theirs I would love that would be I mean that's the next big thing that I really want to do in the next five years and that's what we would love to see we'd be very excited to
1: see the future and we wouldn't want anything like this to to stop anytime soon Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back right after this if you're thinking about doing something creative go for it the best way to learn is really to do it for yourself if you're lucky enough to know someone who does what you're doing go and approach them but there really is no substitute for doing things yourself and learning on the job
0: It's so true. I mean, like, you've seen today how it was literally a matter of, like, you have an amazing eye as it is, and, like, you just knew about composition and stuff. Now, can you imagine, like, you know, if you'd been thinking about it or procrastinating, Mm. you would have been like, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't do it because I'm not a photographer or I'm not But you are.
1: Do you know what I mean? It's 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 that inner voice, and I feel like we talked about it earlier about, you know, holding yourself back, not putting yourself out there, not wanting to fail, all those things you've just reminded me of. Actually I'm going to ignore that And one of the things I feel like is, is doing this What we're doing right now in terms of the podcast It's one of those things that puts yourself outside of your comfort zone And I think with fashion it's something you can do every single day And you don't have to do it for anyone else Even though it's nice to get that reaction It is, I, I feel like I dress up for my personal mood yeah. of that day and um, I really do think Bush's Fashion Friday is giving people a lot of confidence to do a lot of what they're really inspired by especially when it comes to their own personal style Aww,
0: that's such a sweet thing to say yeah that, that, I mean, I hope, that's what I, I hope like I hope that people look at it and particu- and you know first of all they see something that they don't regularly see because you know our feeds are all full of curated and like you know um, polished and you know it's been go- gone through you know, so many marketing minds and blah 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 and yeah, just to, just to kind of have a go. I think yeah, that is really, the the, right really the the big sentiment behind it. And yeah, I think if you don't try, you don't know. And the fact is, you never know. You might try it, and you might think maybe it's not for you. But then you'll get closer to what is for you and then if it is for you then you can be like right well how do I do this because the other thing as well is it takes practice like you have to you know it, it doesn't just come out of nowhere the first few are always going to be a bit ropey or you know but if you can learn from that and say not right, too much pressure on yourself yeah exactly so you can say that right last time I didn't do this I'm going to make sure I've done that this time and then you'll you're, you know I'll guarantee you something else will emerge but then you'll be like right I'm going to confirm this or I'm going to do it and before you know it you've got the whole process in place and you can follow through it and then take
1: it to wherever you want to go. I think everyone's got a bit of homework, haven't they? Everyone listening needs to do something
0: that they've been challenging themselves with but haven't now is the time to start exactly and let us know if you do like you know you can like follow us on socials like we're on um, Facebook and Instagram the podcast is mine and on Twitter podcast is mine because we can't put a the <laughs> <laughs> or you can email us at the podcast is mine which is all one word at gmail.com and yeah if, you, if you've if you been thinking about doing something or you do do something and you go and try it out let us know like you know we're like the biggest cheer- we cheerlead for like we do we, we love do. to support we love to oh, support man, no, no we're going to be shade queens <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we are the mean girls. Like you can't sit with us, but we will cheer no, for you. We will definitely support. Yeah,
1: and um, how do we get to Bouchon's Fashion Friday?
0: Oh, yes, yeah, so Bouchan's Fashion Friday is on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you just look up uh, at uh, Bouchon's Fashion Friday, it's all one word: B H U S H A N S, and then Fashion Friday, all one word. And, yeah, you can see the pictures that we talk about. You can see Sonny's incredible five-year shot. So which I'm so, uh, you know, grateful for. I mean, like, yeah, I can't wait for everybody to... There's only one more say. thing to say. It's oh, yeah. It's time for you to throw in the towel. <gasps> Excuse you? You
1: need to give it up.
0: <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed listening to The Podcast Is Mine. Please don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. And, of course, share it with a friend if you think they'd like it too. You can also follow us on all the socials. So we are on Facebook and Instagram at uh, The Podcast Is Mine. On Twitter, we are Podcast Is Mine. Uh, or you can email us at The Podcast Is Mine, that's all one word, at gmail.com. Oh, and one more thing The Podcast Is Mine.